Hey, it's Nate Palmer. Just wanted to jump in real quick and do kind of a bonus episode. I've been getting a lot of questions about specific things around fitness and nutrition, and I just wanted to go live and talk a little bit about some of these specific questions, and I hope this will help you out a little bit. Um, so without further ado, let's cue the music and let's jump right in. So the question is this, how can entrepreneurs like us remain profitable while having a lean physique, optimal focus, and incredible relationships? That's the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is Nate Palmer, and welcome to The Million Dollar Body. And I'll, I'll answer a few of the questions. Um, I'm not going to be able to answer all of them, but I'm going to answer some of like the top three or four in like, the, in like 10 minutes, okay? Let's do this before nine, okay? Number one, great question. Um, how much rest in between workouts? So the person said, well, how much rest in between workouts? Um, I'm going to answer this two different ways. How much rest do you need between workouts, like spaced out days wise? And how much rest do you need between exercises? Okay. So between workouts, if you're a natural lifter, which means you're not using any sort of um, performance enhancing drugs, steroids, et cetera, generally speaking, you're, you're going to need between 24 hours to 48 hours to let muscles recover enough to train them again. Okay. 24 hours on the low end for some of the, like the easier muscles groups. Um, some of the smaller muscle groups, like you're talking like biceps or forearms or things like that, but 48 hours for big muscle groups, quads, glutes, lats, things like that. Um, that doesn't mean you can't train two days in a row. We can easily split upper body and lower body. So you can do upper body, lower body, rest, upper body, lower body, rest. And that's a great, um, great framework for, for getting it in correctly. Um, and also still giving your, your muscles a chance to recover. How much rest do you need between exercises? Now, this is highly goal dependent. For most of us, what we need is to keep the rest as low as possible while still being able to execute on the exercise without losing strength or power. So for, for example, for, for most people, we need to be doing supersets. For the sake of this, for the sake of this um, we're gonna be talking about supersets because most people in this group are not trying to build absolute strength and don't need those three to five minute breaks in between sets. So we need to be doing two exercises back to back to stay really efficient. So for example, in the, in the earlier example of the upper, lower, upper, lower, um, let's say an upper body day, we're going to do a push exercise and then a pull exercise. So not working, not getting those muscles um, too long to recover in between, but also not doing back and then back again and kind of burning yourself out. So this is called a antagonistic superset, two muscles that are like that do opposite things. So we do like a chest press, let's say, and then we do a row. So on that one, we go chest press and we would rest literally only long enough to go ahead and grab the dumbbell to do our row. And then after that, Resting between 30 to 60 seconds is probably about ideal for most of us. I would not rest any longer than 60 seconds if you're really trying to burn as much fat as possible. You can still get a good metabolic effect. You can keep your heart rate elevated and you can still build muscle because you are giving yourself time. Even while you're doing the dumbbell row, your chest is recovering. So it's, it's enough time to, um, to recover between sets. So um, next question is how do I know how much weight I should be using? How much weight should I be using in the gym? And I feel like this is a common question that a lot of us have, especially if you're just getting back into it or you're using a new machine, it's hard to figure out, well, where did, where did I leave off and what did, I, what did I do last time? So that's where having a little diary or a workout journal can come in really handy, tracking like that. In the app that all my clients use, it actually will log your weights for you. So if you do a dumbbell row, next time you come back to a dumbbell row, it's gonna say, okay, last time you used for 10 reps, 60 pounds. Like, okay, great, got it, remember that. But if you're coming to a new place, you're just starting back up or you're using some new equipment or something like that, the best way to do this is let's say your workout calls for three sets of eight repetitions of, let's say with a dumbbell row, easy. And you're like, how much do I use there? Well, just start off a little lighter. So you're like, I think I was around, 
I think I could probably do 40 pounds for this. Go start with like a 25. Do three, four reps. And if you're like, okay, at four reps, I'm halfway done, I could easily do another four reps. Like there's no problem here. Then just rack that weight, just put it back, and then go grab, uh, go up 10 pounds, go to 35. All right, try it again. Get about four reps and you're like, actually, I could probably get another five, six reps here. Put it back and go grab the 40. Okay, and you're like, all right, this is a good start. So even if now like you were supposed to do eight reps, you could have easily gotten 10 with the 40. That's not a bad place to start. And then you're like, okay, that's one set down. My next set, I'll go up and eat a little bit heavier. So start off like that. Give yourself one or two warm-up sets and sets that are going to allow you to discern, hey, how much weight should I be using in this, like in this exercise? And um, do I need to go up or do I need to go down? And also those set, those shorter sets of like three to five reps are not going to like not going to wear you out. They're just going to help you establish a good baseline, and they're also going to give you some prep work for the workout. So it's really helpful. Number three, um, someone is asking me about what's the best snack should I eat? Should I be eating more nuts? Good question here. So um, I've talked two things on this. Number one, snacking is not an ideal way of eating, period. End of story. Because snacking is always going to keep your body in digestion mode. We want to be out of digestion mode as much as possible. You want to do more in your life, you need to eat less. Okay. And that includes eating less frequently. So snacking, we want to avoid that as much as possible. So if that means having bigger meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, great. If that means setting yourself up where um, you are just not putting yourself in a position to like have access to snacks. You're not always walking past a candy bowl at 3 p.m. When, when your willpower is lowest, something like that, that can be a good option. I know working from home can be challenging because we have access to our pantries at all time right now. But one of the things that, that I see, the, the people who get the best results working with me, don't snack and cut, and cut that out and figure out ways to, to work around that. So if you want to get more done in your life, if you want to lose fat faster, definitely stop snacking or cut back on it as much as possible. Secondly, nuts are great. Nuts are a super healthy way of, of getting some omega-3s, some anti-inflammatory compounds, but nuts are also high in fat. A lot of people are like, oh, peanut butter, that's a protein. It's not a protein, it's a fat. And fats have nine calories per gram versus proteins and carbohydrates, which have four calories per gram. So it's a much easier way to increase your caloric load. So just simply like one or two handfuls of nuts can have more calories than a bowl of pasta at dinner. So if you're gonna have nuts, have them in the morning with, with a high, like a high protein to like something satiating for you. And then keep them, keep them limited through, through the rest of the day. So nuts in the morning, try not to snack. Beware of a high calorie load because a handful of almonds is, can, can come with a substantial numerical value. Um, and number four, and I'll, we'll finish out with this one. Um, why do I have to lift weights if my goal is fat loss? And this is an awesome question because I think that really gets to the heart of what a lot of us perceive about fat loss, fitness, cardio, and just health in general. So many people think fitness equals running. If I want to lose fat, I need to run. And by proxy, you're thinking, well, cardio is the way to go for this. But um, muscle gain or resistance training, lifting weights, that sort of thing can actually be way more beneficial long-term towards uh, getting your weight to where you want it to be. Having your body look the way you want to look. Increasing your metabolism so you can eat more food or at least have a little bit more of like a metabolic buffer or nutritional insurance policy, as it were. So lifting weights, like in the moment, it's not necessarily like, oh, lifting weights, that's the number one thing you should be doing for fat loss. 
And I like, sorry to say, like you can get, you can probably burn more calories for an hour on an hour long run than you can on a, like a regular day to day hour long strength training workout. You'll probably burn like 25, 30% less on a strength training workout. So you'll, so like in the moment, it's not, it doesn't burn as many calories, which is a lot of people go, Oh, well, I should get an elliptical then. But calorie burn is not necessarily really our goal here because calorie burn doesn't necessarily equate to fat burn because you have to set yourself up in a way where your body can actually start accessing and pulling from stored energy reserves. And one of the ways to prime your body to do that is by building more muscle and saying, Hey, we need to, we need to be pulling from stored fat to maintain the muscle as well as do the activities throughout the day. So even if you're not like working really hard throughout the day, you're not a construction worker, you're not running a lot. We can still train our body to pull from fat stores when you're in your business, working on your computer, standing at a standing desk, going on walks. And those are easy things to do once you understand the knobs and levers you have to pull in your body to get those results. Now going and throwing down like an hour of cardio every single day, will you lose weight? 100%. Will you gain it all back? Also 100%. Um, doing more cardio makes you more hungry. It also doesn't build your metabolism. It'll decrease it. And, and also think of your body, like your, your metabolism and your, and like the way your body functions is having this really intelligent set of engineers just sitting in there. By the way, if you're watching this, drop me a like, I want to know that I don't want to know that you can see this. I want to know that this is actually getting reach. Otherwise I'm going to stop streaming on zoom. So think of your body of having like a set of engineers in it, trying to be like, what is he doing? What does he need? Like, what does he need from us? So if you're running long distances and just like, you know, for an hour or whatever, or more if you're, you know, sick in the head and your body's gonna be like, well, what is like, what's he need? Well, he needs, um, we're going to, we're going to burn through our, like our, our reserves pretty quickly here. So let's, when he eats, let's hold on to that, some of that in storage. Cause I don't know when he's going to go on another crazy long run. So unless you're, unless you're trying to run because you love it, you love marathons, you love ultras, things like that. Um, then, and you're fueling it in a very specific way, this is not an ideal way to change your body composition for good. So the best way you can do that is by doing resistance training because building more muscle mass increases the caloric requirements of your body. So me at 200 pounds and 20% body fat does not burn as many calories as me at 200 pounds and 10% body fat, if that makes sense. So increasing your caloric burn over time, increases your metabolism and increases your ability to stay with a stay with the weight long term because not only does your body burn more calories with more muscle, but it also will burn more calories as you move it with more muscle. So that's where you get that like that compound effect and it really starts snowballing down. So that's why resistance training is the preferred option um, because it's going to give you what you want long-term, not just a short, a short-term fix. And for a short-term fix on nutrition, um, that's like, that's where you're going to really go, go hard onto what you're eating, what kind of, what quality of food you're eating, what are the macros looking like, et cetera. And there's an easy way to do that too, especially when coupled with the proper resistance training. So if you want any help on that? Just drop a, just drop a, a little, a little heart in the comments, say, say, that's me and I'll get back to you. But other than that, I would love to know, did you see this video? Did it help? Is it helpful for you? Let me know, let me know below. And if you have any other questions, drop them here so I can get back to you. Maybe we'll do another, um, uh, another FAQ Friday. Who knows? It's gonna be Thanksgiving. Talk to you soon.